shit. Welcome. <laughs> yes, I like it. That's there one dollar fine. Another change. I think it should uh, be five. I think it should be five or ten bucks. That, that was a pretty epic rant to start the show there. In three, two, two sorry, Halsa. One. the dynasty time podcast preseason number two or of however many we want welcome to the podcast dan and logan are here hi guys welcome it's almost like we haven't been talking for an hour and a half i i'm i'm curious at what point do i get like billing on this podcast (laughs) and i'm not just like a a guest that shows up to the dan and scott show I feel kind of bad because there are multiple people that want to be on this podcast, but it's like midnight when we decide to do it. I'm not calling Craig up at, at 1230 Eastern time. I'm into the insomniacs go to spoils, I guess. Like, I think this is, uh, we, we've earned this. I, feel like. I mean, I have twins. Come on. Three kids, man. Dan gets it. Just wait. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I can't comment on what it's going to be like for those first, uh, well, who knows how many this, years. This might be my last podcast. Ever. This, yeah, I was going to say, Logan, careful what you wish for. We might be taking over the podcast full time. Yeah. Hashtag uh, after the pod might actually just be hashtag the pod pretty soon. Oh, here if that's well, if that's what happens. Yeah, we're going to have to really do that this year because I'm I'm going to be lighting people on fire left and right here if they don't set their fucking right now. All right. right Here's the deal. We have multiple things to talk about. Number one is the decision we just made, which is the incomplete lineup penalty is being changed because we decided that right now it's waiver wire money. Nobody gives a shit about that. So it's going to be a real fine because we're a real league and we need, we actually need $15. (laughs) To pay COVID, for our prize yeah, money. COVID hit us hard, man. <laughs> Front offices struggle a little bit. So we'll we'll figure it out. But I think like we'll do a first offense of something, second offense of more, and then the third offense is basically, as Logan said, a pip, corrective action. Um, you I might be expelled at that point. The third offense is just having to listen to Dan rant about fantasy football for an hour, and I feel oh, like no. that is that's such the first offense. If, if we're going to charge people only like a dollar or two for their first offense, I'm throwing in my services for free because, and then let, let's be clear. We're talking about if you have a guy on buy in your lineup in a very obvious play that you just left on the bench because you're checked out in week 12, that's fucked up. And this is fucked a 16 up. team <laughs> dynasty league. That's resetting now for hopefully 10 plus years. That's just not, that's just not going to fly for it's just not, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let everybody know that you fucked up. There, so. there is an exception that if you know, with 13 players on your roster, sometimes shit happens. Totally, 
but uh, where you can't where you can't play a quarterback, you know, right? That's going to happen. All the other when all the other assholes in the league take fifteen <laughs> quarterbacks in the draft, and and you're literally dripping down into the MAC to try to find a, a quarterback to start this week. That I get it. What a what a segue into I think what should be our first topic of conversation, uh, which is the quarterback situation. And the couple of ideas that we're floating right now, uh, Logan, this was, you came, you started the conversation tonight. Uh, do you want to talk through the two options we have to, uh, you know, figure out this quarterback situation? No, not really. Okay. Well, please do because you're a host of the show. Apparently oh, I'm adding that to my, this is, this is an audition. So I, I think the question is, is, a 16-team super flex league. Um, obviously, quarterbacks are of paramount importance, as as they should be, um, given what the NFL is. So I don't think I think we're all on board and excited with that. In principle, the problem is is um, do we feel that there's risk in allowing people to either draft all of the quarterbacks or draft and hoard young quarterbacks using our DP rule and uh, using that to their long-term advantage. And so there's obviously strategic implications. There's nothing wrong with people using the rules and the system to their advantage. So I'm not even arguing against allowing people to hoard quarterbacks, whether it be DP them or, you know, how many you can draft in theory. But I do think it's worth a conversation for the league about at what point does one person's strategy make it just not fun for everyone else when you can't even feel the roster because someone's bench is just holding all of the quarterbacks in a 16-team superflex. So I don't know what uh, your thoughts are on this, both of you. I mean, I kind of know because we've been talking about it. But for the sake of the pod, what do you guys think? So real quick, as someone who's actually is concerned about this, I want to point out that quarterback scoring is not normal. So quarterbacks are worth less than they are in a normal league. So comparing the 24th to 32nd quarterback in a normal league, those players would be obviously better than the call it 32nd to 48th wide receiver or running back. But in this league, that is not necessarily the case. Um, so that is one important thing to, to call out. Also, we have 13 roster spots, correct? We have eight starters and five bench. So hoarding players, while could work and could be a strategy, especially if you're trying to rebuild, those roster spots are pretty valuable when you get into, into bye week. So I just wanted to call those two things out as, as someone who is kind of concerned about the, the issue at hand those two pieces make me feel a little bit better that it, it might not be as big of an issue as in my mind it is right now. Yeah. And to just to put the detail on it, most leagues I think are one point per 20 or 25 yards. We're moving to one per 50. So, and it does make a difference for the quarterback. Um, so Logan, you did bring this up and I was like, yeah, we just can't allow people to stash. And then I've kind of backed off that in the last two hours. So 
I agree, Dan. It's, it's something that I don't know how it's going to work. But when there's five bench spots, I just, I just keep going back to how committed you have to be. If you're going to have four quarterbacks on your roster, you have like nobody on your bench for other positions and you've used those spots for draft picks so early. Like, I mean, it's a strategy. I just can't imagine like four teams doing it um, and taking all the quarterbacks, but maybe they do. I don't like restricting rosters. I feel like this league, we've never done that. That's one of the things I've always avoided. Um, so yeah. can I ask, cause, cause I, I typically would, would agree with you there. I guess, though, I'm trying to understand why we couldn't restrict the quarterback position um, because I feel like the risk is way worse than the award. Like, the risk is that it gets out of hand with a team or two, and then you're, like, in week 13, and you had you end up with one quarterback on your roster because of injury or whatever. Then you got bye weeks, and you can't even feel – a starting quarterback, one of them. So I, to yep. me, that's like the risk. I have no idea how likely that is. I just feel like the risk to me is scarier than the potential reward. Yep. Um, and then the other thing is I kind of look at it like allowing off-season trades. Like we always said, I always said, we don't own those players until you make your keepers. Why should we be allowed to trade them? Well, it's, it's, it's just, it's whatever you make. It. So like, is there a real, like, is there a real reason to li- like not liking limits because I agree I don't really like limits either but then I'm thinking like well why does that matter if if the risk of something really bad happening is there and to be clear I'm thinking yeah. like if you limit it to three quarterbacks like you cannot have more than three quarterbacks so that allows you to have you know two if you want to play two every week with one bench to either rotate in there or have as your developmental player for example yeah, and I think I'd rather curious what Logan thinks, but I, I think I'd rather go against my prior positions of max and make it like three max versus restrict DP. Cause I, I think the DP is such a strategic play that's interesting. Whereas like putting a fourth guy on your roster isn't interesting. Um right, right. to quote, I think you should leave. Um yeah. So that, that's kind of where I'm starting to land after thinking about it for a couple hours. But I, I mean, I think all of that sounds there's nothing that you said feel either of you said feels wrong. I, I do know that there is was a general concern, consternation, whatever word you want to use around a 16 team superflex and how to manage that from the quarterback position. Yes, we've done things to probably limit the absolute need to go out and get all of the best quarterbacks right away. But I do think, for example, the the DP spot to be able to go and get a Trevor Lawrence or a Justin Fields or whomever, throw them on your bench and just try to suck it up for a year to be able to get in theory, a top quarterback in the league for a 10th round pick when there's no scenario in any world ever where you would, you know, remotely be able to get any player of that value in that spot. 
does that throw off from a balanced perspective what we're trying to do? I don't necessarily think it is. And I think to your point, it's it's a strategy. And if you want to try to manage through a season with one of your top five round draft picks as a, a DP, like more power to you if you can do it. I But I know people are concerned about it. And that was, and I know you were concerned about it. You mentioned it a couple of times. And so that's why I was like, do we need to actually do anything about it? We can also just let it, you know, let it go this year, see how it actually plays out. And we can always, um, you know, make some changes as we go. But it was, uh, if nothing else, it made for an interesting conversation. Yeah. I think my, to be clear, my concern is less the, do you have someone for your super flex? It's absolutely, do you have a starting quarterback to play <laughs> at all? Because uh, if you don't, if you don't have a second quarterback, well, that's kind of, you know, you just didn't play the game that way. Like you chose to not go quarterback, right? And that that might work. Um, but yeah, and it's this is a tough conversation just because we have no idea. To your well, the point. reality, it, it could work fine, or it could I be mean, a disaster. Re- assuming that every, assuming that even two or three people draft three quarterbacks. You're going to get to a situation at the point of the year where someone's not going to have a quarterback to play. Yes. That is the summary of my, my whole issue is that at, I think at some point in time, there are like six NFL teams on bye for a week. Yep. Right. So that's 26 starting quarterbacks left available. Just that are even playing that week. And if you start to talk about, okay, 14 teams in the league or 13 teams in the league each have two, it could fall that multiple teams don't have a starting quarterback for that week. And that's, to me, why the position limit becomes the easiest way to do it. And But the the problem is then, though, Dan, three doesn't solve that problem. Limiting it to three doesn't solve that problem. Yeah, but I, I feel like it helps though because it, it removes the chance that someone has four. You know what I mean? It removes the chance that Bobby selects four quarterbacks. <laughs> if that he selects Drew Brees four times. Yeah. <laughs> and Phillip Rivers. Um, yeah, I I hear you, Logan, mathematically, but I'm also I, I think more subjectively, I guess it's it's never gonna be every single team has three. It's gonna be some teams have four, some teams have two right so i yeah i it's not a perfect solve but i don't see any other solution because i don't even i don't think restricting the dp really does anything either i mean also i as someone who's drafted early rookies and dp'd them like years ago like like i'm talking like 10 years ago in this league drafting an early rookie running back only playing with three times just so I could DP on because I was, you know, I knew I was going to suck. That doesn't typically work out. And waiting that long to actually play your guy sucks. And then he's, you know, if you drafted him relatively early to do that, uh, after you play in that second year, he's worth a second or third, fourth rounder, which, you know, so I, I that, that part does not concern me at all. Yes, three, maybe limiting to three is not a perfect solve, but that's honestly the best idea I've been able to come up with as we've been talking through this the last couple of weeks. 
I mean, I mean the good news is if, if someone doesn't have a quarterback to play, then they get fined. So we get more money. <laughs> I mean, at some point, if you are, if you are in a position where you're realizing that you're just missing out on multiple quarterbacks, you almost just need to stack your buys and take your L. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's going to be the thing. It's going to be really freaking weird because no league really has that issue. And the question is, are we going to be okay with that happening every once in a while? Or is it going to be something that people are really pissed about? And to me, it's like, yeah, it's going to happen. And it, it, it's like anything else. Like sometimes you don't have a running back to play. It just never happens in any other league that a quarterback is the issue. <laughs> Right. right. And, and I don't but, think limiting to two. No, I don't think that, that just feels, yeah. that just feels bad. So I, I just, that's why, again, it's, it's kind of like the, whatever cliche saying you want to use, but I just don't really have a better idea. So I guess maybe to move on, I, I would love this to be a topic in the, in the slack, but do you feel like limiting the three is first and foremost, a, a huge issue kind of like Scott and I are, we're saying like, we've just always kind of been anti-limits, but I can't quite explain why. Um, so is it a huge issue for you? And then two, I guess, to Logan's point, does that sort of help you feel better about any concerns? Because for me, it does. Again, it's all just estimating at this point, but it, it makes me feel a little bit better knowing that I don't have to worry about somebody having four quarterbacks. Um, right. Because honestly, you could just, be one in five and then pick up for a couple extra quarterbacks. Just I, to me, I, I, I hate that. To me, that that's a detriment to the league. Again, the risk outweighs, outweighs of any potential reward for, for the greater good of the league. In my opinion. Well, interested to hear what people think moving forward. Uh, let's, let's move on. So we have a couple topics here. The next topic on my list would be the standings. Is that a good one to go to? Nice and complicated. Yep. So love it. I mean, I will say Logan has put his stamp on this league in the off season. Cause like every idea he comes up with is just Wait, freaking is gold. How, is that how we're marketing this? Logan is putting his stamp on the league. Oh yeah. man. He knows a lot of people in the you're, league now. You're a marketer, Scott. By the way, welcome to our two new owners. This is the first pod with Connor and Derek in the league. So Let's we'll go. get them on 16. the pod. We'll get them on the pod soon. 16 teams, what up? Uh, let me take 30 seconds to explain what the hell is going on here. In 2021, nothing is going on. Everything will, divisions and conferences don't really matter. So Dan to and Logan, to the payout conversation we had before the pod, we're going to figure out what that means for this year because Premier and Champions doesn't matter. Anyway, moving forward, uh, what it will be is in 2022, all the playoff teams go to the premier division, all the non-playoff teams go to the champions division. And then from there, there's going to be like a promotion relegation situation. So every year, the top four teams in the champions league go up to premier champions conference and the top, bottom four and premier go down to the champions. Um, the big deal here is that there's more prize money available for those in the top conference. Um, playoffs doesn't matter. Again, if you read the rules, the conferences don't, we don't have conference playoffs or anything like that. It's really just more prize money available. 
Um, so yeah, I think there's a structured way that we would do this in terms of how it's seated and how you move the divisions around. It looks confusing, but uh, I think it'll be nice for people to know what how it's going to work. Uh, thoughts? Real quick, one point <laughs> of clarity. So yeah. in, in 2022, to start the year, the divisions are based on the 2021 standings, correct? Correct. That's how we'll start yep. the premier champions from there you could make the playoffs and be relegated or you could miss the playoffs and technically be promoted. Although I think that might be tough to only have like three teams um, make the playoffs in one conference, but it could happen. Yeah, it definitely could happen. So, yeah. So I think what's exciting for me is like the end of the year, one more thing to like keep track of in terms of, are you going to stay in the premiere? Are you going to get relegated, et cetera? I think it's really exciting. I mean, I'm not even a soccer fan, but I, I think maybe I've watched enough Ted Lasso, but I, I'm excited about this for a lot of reasons. I, I like the idea of having an extra like chase within the race or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it to kind of stay up in the upper conference to, to go after some extra prize money for, for regular season finishes. Uh, but I also think it's a really good way of mixing up the divisions every year as someone who's been in the league when it used to be 16 teams. Yeah, it was kind of fun, but like it ended up just being like me and Craig in the division who were good every year. The other two teams sucked, um, which I guess was good for me and Craig, but like it, that got kind of stale. So I think switching it up like this every year, um, I think will also add some parity. So like in the way NFL does their scheduling, right? It, the top went the top division, you know, places, face off against the other division winners the next year. Um, and so I think it creates a lot of parity. Um, and, and yeah, I like the extra race to win a little bit more money in that upper conference without it really impacting, like Scott said, the playoffs, you don't, your conference standing doesn't impact you, your, your seeding in the playoffs, correct? It is you could be the on- one, you can be the one seed from the champions conference essentially yes. if you have the best record you're the one if, seed. If the best record does not yeah. matter what conference or division you're yep. in you are the one seed overall in the playoffs correct so so yeah logan i mean i'm just so proud listening to you talk about this this is the uh, the opportunity to to inject a little soccer into your american football is uh is truly something special for me so where are you, where are you from again um, oh wisconsin okay we're very, we're very cultured and classy over there. Don't Northern you know? Wisconsin. Uh, okay. No, honestly, I think, um, I, for for me, there's always when I think of why I like this. Obviously, any soccer reference, I'm going to be a fan of. By the way, everyone watched Ted Lasso. If you haven't, it's amazing. Two, the Sorry. it keep, it keeps everyone involved playing for something invested in something for as long as possible and i think anytime you can draw more people to be engaged and not check out the the better and so the chance to both incentivize people um for playing well and earning their their spot um is is a good thing and 
I think it's just, it'll be a fun little thing to track as we, as we go forward um, into, into future years here. And so the extra prize money, depending on the winning, like what, where you finish in your, your conference, I think is a good thing. The only thing that I think we need to sort out is at some point we, we probably shouldn't just lift directly premier league and championship and we come up with our own names. But other than that, I think, uh, I think it'll be a good thing. And I'm sure people listening right now are probably going like, what the hell is any of this? Um, but I, I'm, I'm confident and I'll be honest, Scott, I actually haven't read through it all that closely that if you read through it um, and just kind of like work, work through what this means from a scheduling standpoint, then I think it really does, does make a lot of sense. And I would probably argue then as well that this format to a scheduling standpoint really clears up a lot of who should play whom and when and what that looks like because it really focuses on division championships, conference, like who you play, crossover, and it balances out the schedule really well based on um, like parity from past performance, which I think is should encourage more turnover as well and more people to kind of cycle through the the top and have opportunities for good records and getting into the playoffs because once you're in the playoffs as we learned last year really anything can happen so i love it yeah i will say that people don't love divisions and fantasy and i don't i hate divisions and conferences in real life like i think it's it's annoying but i love the structure that this brings and i love like it'll it'll definitely make it so that schedules are flipped and in a structured way um, because we will, we'll make the divisions as you'll see on the site based on the standings. And so you'll always know if you finish fourth in the premier division, you're in division one or whatever we're going to call it just because that's where you're going to land. Um, and the reasoning behind that is to just mix it up so that it's not always the top four teams are together um, with that little bit of fear that they all went off for it and they're all going to suck. In the next year because they just traded away all their picks but i think that's part of the advantage and that's extra motivation if you're in like the championship or the second conference if you can get into the premier conference those top four teams are likely to probably be not nearly as good as they were the year before so your ability to go from working hard to like be not totally tank and get into the premier conference or the top conference whatever we call it your yeah. opportunity to actually win that conference or be successful and really good in that conference is really great and so it should i think help incentivize not totally tanking for your ability to rise quickly through the through the league especially yeah. the premier league sorry dan but like if you're in if you're fifth or sixth in the premiere it makes you think like do i want to totally blow it up or do i want to stay here i guess the one question i would have is should it be four teams should it be three that move up and down i like the four just because i like movement um the, but i, mean, I guess that's something also like could, simple yeah it's just simple the yeah the four is it simplifies the schedule just half and half totally. to move and you could probably you know, re rework it so that the schedule and everything made sense with moving three, but who knows? 
Yeah, Damn. I was just going to call out that the one big, I guess, monetary benefit of the conferences is in the top conference, we're the top two regular season finishers will get paid some amount of money. And in the bottom conference, just the top finisher will get paid some amount of money. So there's extra incentive for the regular season payout to be in the top conference, um, which to me was the kind of the, the, the signature part of it was what, why do I want to be in the top conference? It's because I actually could get paid for finishing first or second regular season. And it's a decent amount of money coupled with likely what you get for winning the division. So to me, it's, it's worth it to, you know, compete to, to make that step up or to stay in the premier conference, as opposed to try to do something insane and maybe fall out or, or tank when you really should have no business tanking as we've seen be an issue in, in previous years in the league. The, uh, the only real question though around promotion relegation is if AFC Richmond is going to be able to battle back by the end of this, by the end of season two here. That's my only real God, I hope so. Are they even playing I soccer? Like, I don't know. I feel I like I've kind of wasted five episodes and yes, episode five was good, but like I have very high expectations after the first season because yes, even though it's predictable and just kind of silly, I loved it. And then I had to like go back and like look at the episode descriptions to remind myself what's even happened in season two. So, oh man, we'll see, we'll see Logan. Did you watch episode five yet, Scott? No, we did not. Okay, all right, you get to get on that. Kind of busy over here. All right, okay, fine. You get a pass. Yeah. More days. Actually, we'll probably watch more TV when these babies come home. Someone's got a hold of be sitting there. Yeah. That's my optimistic view. Um, cool. So that's the standings that made total sense to everyone. Uh, just to be clear. Also, we're keeping the, you select your seed thing or you select your matchup thing. The only restriction there is that as the one seed, you can't pick the two seed. Um, so there's kind of that benefit. The exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I thought we had one other topic, but I am not remembering. Was there anything else? Well, we haven't really talked about the keepers on the pod, have we? Uh, not since we made decisions, I guess. So we're the basics are, you know, franchise keepers. You can only keep them twice, so they can be on your team for three years and a dp per usual uh the big thing the big conversation we had after the last pod was what do we do about trading and i think we're we're settling on every player gets one exception so essentially if you get traded once you your keeper status resets um so you can be kept twice with the new team um and we'll just denote that with a an icon or something um and yeah that that's the big stuff on keepers i think we're simplifying it a little bit and then obviously with the trades it gets a little confusing but figure it out oh it's way more fun yeah I, I mean i'm excited about that i think that looks looks good i did we did we end up making some final decisions then on i know we pulled people about uh the like the dynasty pot 
I know Dan really loves that, but like mm. what that will look like and what um, like what that will mean for buy-in and things like that. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, entry fee is being raised. <laughs> what? Uh, you know what? What's interesting is as I've gotten older here, I've started to just make fucking decisions for you people. Um, and so, yeah, we're raising the entry fee, which we said we weren't going to do for a few years, which we didn't for a few years, actually. But this is the reset. So let's let's change everything. Uh, right now it's at 120. So it's going up 20 bucks. And Dan's favorite dynasty pot is currently set at 250 a year, uh, which means in five years, if someone wins it, that's that's what, 1250 bucks in your pocket can you Bam. just just for the for the listener can you uh explain what the dynasty pot means again yes i will do that i'll also explain the fee raise too so one of the things that we did in the past is we took the mfl website fee from the 100 dollars, which is kind of backwards how every other league does it usually it's like oh you pay 104 because of the league fee so we raised that and then we said screw it People want to do the dynasty pot, right? So that we're going to do that. Uh, the dynasty pot is taken if you win back to back, or if you win three championships in five years. So that's the that's how it works. Questions? Anybody out there? I just can't wait for like ten years from now where we're deciding what to do with all the money we've saved. Um, well, we're going to make interest on it. Can we invest it in like? crypto or something yeah why don't we put it into coinbase Can once i get it yes. i'll put it in ethereum um i'm down how much is Ra- a rock? brian can manage it he's yeah. he's into the crypto how much is a rock these days 500 i don't even know a rock uh, 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 uh what are they an ether rock you following this an ether yeah what, what well ethereum's ethereum you know ethereum's back to like 3200 so that's good no um, you mean- a rock what is an ether it's rock, Logan? I'm pretty sure ether is like a type of fuel. That's so, true. And a, and a NAS song from as 2001. As 13 hours ago, ether rock continues to set an all-time high following record, $836,000 sale. Wow. So an ether so, rock, I believe, is just a certain number of ethereum right so so you want us to buy high on ether rock yeah i want us to go all in i want us to spend a million bucks on a make-believe cartoon rock that i'm seeing on my screen right now i think honestly if we're gonna do the crypto thing we should just put it all in doge (laughs) and then like slip elon a dm on twitter like just shoot a little text right before we're gonna cash it out just saying have him like tell everyone how great it is and just like put like a little gift of like a dog on the moon and there you go. then it'll suddenly be worth millions of dollars. We'll just, yeah, we'll just that wait until someone like wins back to back. We'll say, okay, it's time. Let's go. Yes. Or we put it in like a, like a savings account. A CD. Like that. We can put it in a five-year <laughs> CD. Nobody's winning this thing for five years. You never know. That- you never know. Oh, well, I, I'm excited about it. Again, an extra little thing. And I think, who knows, it could get super, super lucrative. Or 
on the flip side, Dan, to your point, 10 years from now when no one's won it and we're sitting on like a lot of $3,000, give or take, that like can actually fund like not even like a Vegas draft. Like that can be like a Tahiti draft that we all go to and we can just use that money to like pay for it. You're saying that the $3,000 is going to pay for 16 people to go to Tahiti for a week? I'm not saying it's for all of it. <laughs> that might get one of us down there. One and a half for the flights. Yeah. I like where your head's at, though. As the keeper of the money, it's probably getting you down there, right? That's true. Um, I'm just, I'm just seeing this now, guys. Somebody just paid 1.3 million dollars for a picture of a rock. Cool. cool, cool, cool are you talking? Cool. Are you talking about NFTs right now, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love NFTs. They're my favorite. It. Don't get it. It's art. It's like yeah, art. I, I actually bought the Mona Lisa. So I actually own it. So the digital fun. version. Yeah, oh, God. I have, I have the rights to it. So it's I've, I've never been so happy to be just old enough that I think my money, my real dollars, won't be completely worthless by the time I die. Like I, I've never been so happy to be over the age of 30 being like 20 something right like 20 right now trying to figure out how to save money and eventually pay for your college sounds frightening as hell can we get brian on is brian still in the league stuff can we get brian on to- i honestly don't know if he is did he commit did yeah he he's, ether he'll pay did me he pay, did he pay yeah no did he, he did he pay a bitcoin he asked me what Slack was, so that's a good okay. sign. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah, in my email, uh, just in case you were wondering, I have an email being sent to tell people about these fees and stuff. Um, I, I do I do tell people to get on Slack. Surprise, surprise. But if you're not on Slack, I'm sure you're listening to this pod and the draft is scheduled for September 5th. So be there. I'll let you know where. Figuring it out. I think I can make it. I think it's okay. I think I could be there. Last minute trip to Florida. I'm going to Vegas, actually. I'm going to Texas. But I'm actually going to Vegas. Though. Oh, yeah. Really you are actually going to Vegas. I, I mean, I thought that's what we were drafting. So I bought tickets. And I'm like, well, I'm already going. I may as well just enjoy it. So that's There fine. you go. Can't tell if you're being serious or not. He is. He's going to Vegas. He's you're got a concert in Vegas too. for. Oh yeah, you're right. I remember that. Yeah, no, I thought we were drafting there, and so I'm going to the Nugget. I got us a room all set up where we do the draft in. It's great. And now I'm just bringing, I'm just bringing my wife instead because for you, <laughs> for you historical buffs out there, I had a uh, on this day thing from my pictures, uh, and it was a picture from my my basement in Detroit with the with the board and all the colored stickers. Man, those were the days. Dynasty time, 2009. Or whatever wow. it was. The um, days of divisions named after Lions greats. Oh, we had, we had weird division names. That's, so that's the other thing. Go on Slack, come up with conference and division names. We were like, I picked just like Lawrence Taylor. And I don't know. It was weird. I just picked good players. Joe Montana, I think I had. 
Uh, I think it was when we when I joined that we expanded to 16. It was like Herman Moore and like the Herman Probably. Moore conference or something. It's Robert like, wow. Porsche. We're yeah, we're big and deep here for the, the Detroit Lions uh all the famous. So I'm so okay. sorry. Okay. Yeah. Shut, Herman Moore is fucking sweet. Okay? Can we mute him? How do we mute somebody? <laughs> Uh, and, and it has nothing to do with the, the Vikings, Dan. It's just, the, but it's your whole. It's it's just it's your whole aura, okay? Just hey, but Dan, you'll be happy. We we brought in a Vikings fan, so we did. Derek's a Vikings fan. Derek's a Viking. Oh yeah, I, I do. Yeah. That. So there we go. We got you a friend. There we go. Let's go. And I I assume Connor's a Lions fan, although I have no idea where he lives. So. I mean, we'll I think I am personally excited for the Vikings this year, though, mostly for them to be the first team to get a game having to forfeit because of uh, everyone on that team refusing to get vaccinated. So that's a fun little thing that the, that the Vikings got this year. I'm really excited for you guys about that one. How, how do you think the doctor visit went today? I think that convinced a lot of people. Totally. Yeah. They, what did they bring in, like an epidemiologist or something? They, they showed them science, and all of a sudden, Kirk was like, "Oh, you're right." No, Kirk. Uh, after he left, Kirk called up his dad, and his dad prayed with him for about it a little bit, and he uh, um, changed his changed his mind again and decided not to get it. So it was close; it almost worked, but unfortunately, it sounds like it fell apart at the last second there. Damn. Right. All right. Well, that's all I have. I mean, there's so much. So I'm going to send an email probably tomorrow because we got to figure out this payment stuff in the next couple of days. But read through the rules. It's going to be great. It's all going to make sense. I'm excited. That's all I got. Dan and Logan, we'll see you next time. Wait, what? I don't know if I'll be here ever again. So this could be me signing off forever. I'm, this is might, definitely the, wow, this, this is the last this is definitely the last pod that we're ever doing. Let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Miss you. Love you. <laughs>